Religiosanity episode 71. Back with Pastor Andrew. And we need to continue. Uh, we, we promised long time ago yes. that we will talk about uh, angels. So you've been off studying angels for the past month? No. <laughs> <laughs> we were returning church back to worship in busy, the sanctuary and this and that. And it was really crazy. And you, you are still somehow... Uh, under weather, I yes. can hear. Uh, but it's, a it's the good, it's the old school under the weather. Yeah, not so it's not terrible, COVID or that's right. uh, anything like that. So that's, that's right. good. It's yeah, the kind of Peter. sickness you get from when you're around people again. Uh huh. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think that those viruses were just waiting for us to take yes. off our masks, and That's then right. they'll jump on us. That's know? right. And, yeah. Well, I've been I've been thinking a lot about angels since our last uh, talk, frankly. Uh, because you kind of blew my mind with this uh, visitation stuff, this old uh, 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 foundation of this angel. But you promised uh, uh, us to venture into the New Testament. Yes. But before that, before we go into uh, like uh, high mythical speculations yes. about uh, ranks of uh, angels and archangels and, and so on, and how perhaps a New Testament uh, stir it up uh, or down or whatever New Testament did with that. Um, I, I think that we still uh, need to look a little deeper at that uh, more mundane dimension of uh, uh, messengers. Yes. Uh, and do a little bit of demythologizing or recognizing that uh, angels can be more than these high spiritual beings. Uh, we touched upon it in the previous episode, I think. And uh, that is that we have visions of these uh, figures with wings and, and I, I don't know what, uh, yeah. bride robes. Uh, yeah. But we don't recognize that we ourselves can be angels mm. or that we can be meeting with angels uh, without recognizing it. Mm. Uh, and I touched upon that very, very mundane translation, which would be just uh, messenger, Malach. Yeah. Uh, Malachim. And uh, there'll be plural. Uh, and whenever you are and conduit of something higher beyond you, you are uh, this uh, messenger. And there are a number of situations where you have these stories in the Hebrew Bible as well as in the New Testament that uh, there is uh, a messenger of the Lord coming to say Gideon or to Hagar uh, delivering the message and then disappearing. Mm. That is, I think, uh, like pointing in a similar direction that uh, it can be just anyone without even knowing that he or she is playing a role of uh, a messenger of the Lord. Uh, and that is something people normally don't recognize. Yeah. Um, simply because that 
predominance of those mythical images of angels or having it associated with uh, kindness yeah uh and and so on uh it it does not need to be and uh, for for that reason i i would like to open our minds towards this more mundane uh, experience and uh, you know one of the things where I afterwards kind of figured out that I played that role of a messenger uh, was in a situation uh, several years ago in a foreign land <laughs> in Iceland uh, where we stayed on the north side of the island in Akureyri and we traveled around uh, trying to you know, visit interesting places mm -hmm. or uh, less traveled places as well. And we also went to Siglius Fjordur, uh, which is like a northern fjord facing north from Iceland. And there is a village which I cannot pronounce, fishing town, yeah. originally in a herring business. Uh, and when there was a herring run, they'll make millions, actually catching herrings and canning them and, and so on. Uh, of course, there was this decline of herring runs and, and so on. So uh, that became problematic. But we were visiting this uh, Siglus Fjorder and um, for ages that was completely cut off. The only way there was by air, by plane. Oh, wow. There, there was one abandoned airfield and by boat. Otherwise, it you could not get there. But then, uh, like a decade ago or something like that, they built a tunnel. They tunneled through this wall of that uh, fjord, and uh, so airport was mostly abandoned. And finally, they became much closer to, to the rest of the world. And um, so we were visiting there. I wanted to see a uh, burial mound of some ancient Viking uh, there, which was just next to the airfield. Mm -hmm. And while we were there, then I noticed that there was an interesting picturesque uh, cemetery. And uh, I, I think that I shared it uh, in other uh, occasions that that is an, uh, like an open dictionary or book about the local community going to a cemetery and visiting mm -hmm. it and, and reading it. Uh, you know, yeah. I always, when I'm in a new place, I, I try to visit a cemetery. So we went there. Uh, it was clearly a new one, a mm -hmm. new cemetery. There was somewhere else uh, that was a different one. And while I was there, I took some pictures. It was a lovely Lutheran kind of simplistic white crosses, uh, mm -hmm. minimal decorations, some flowers uh, on, on graves uh, and decorations. And, and uh, then across... The end of fjord, you can actually see that village. It was a beautiful place. Yeah. And as we were leaving, 
uh, and going to our car parked in front of the cemetery because in Europe they don't drive to cemeteries. You drive all the way to a cemetery, but you don't drive in mm. cemetery. You park next to cemetery and you walk in. Mm. So as we were coming back to our car, there was another car just pulling in. And uh, there was a young couple bringing grandpa clearly uh, to a cemetery. And he was clearly in an uh, emotional distress, uh, going and uh, visiting a fresh grave uh, of his uh, wife. Yeah. And uh, that distress was of course, because she passed away like uh, not more than a fortnight before, mm -hmm. but partly, and it became clear by chatting a little bit in broken English and a few German words <laughs> and, yeah. and the rest of in Icelandic, uh, that um, that he was upset also because his wife was in this new cemetery, so far away from the village, just across the fjord. Uh, not, not really far, and a small detour by car, but he, he felt like, he, even though they were an old family in the village, they could not have a grave there, because the old cemetery next to the church or somewhere there was full. Mm. And I just shared with him that on the other hand, over here, there is such a beautiful view from that cemetery of that entire village mm -hmm. across the fjord with open, uh, seeing the opening towards the uh, North Sea or North Atlantic there and Arctic Sea. And, and it calmed him mm. when he realized that it is not a tragedy, you know, and that, uh, and that young couple said that whenever he would want, uh, they would take him there. And, and I showed him a picture I took just moments ago, not knowing, you know, yeah. of, of a fresh graves. And probably one of that was of his wife. Yeah. And, you know, just looking across those white crosses all the way to the village and, and, and uh, yeah. having it almost uh, on, on the palm of your hand. Yeah. And it calmed him. Oh. And... And and so and then shortly afterwards, uh, just we we greeted each other and we went our jolly way and uh, and they went for a visit of a grave. Yeah. Uh, you disappeared. And I disappeared, and he disappeared from my life as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I think that uh, when I'm thinking about it backwards, and and that interesting moving moment of of parting. Yeah, uh, and us going whichever way, and yeah. uh, is kind of later on when I was yeah. thinking about it and processing it and processing pictures also. Uh, I, I realized this might be an equivalent of what we are hearing. Uh, you know, in this time, it was a calming or an encouraging message for this elderly gentleman. Yeah. Uh, 
and uh, in in some other situations it might be a challenge, mm-hmm. like Gideon receives a challenge, you know, or mm-hmm. Samson's parents are given an prediction of of their sons being born you know and all those are legends but those legends are also reflecting human experience with that which is substantially different from how we perceive normally uh, angels and so I I just wanted to bring it to to our attention to broaden our uh, general perspective yeah. of understanding who angels are. I know that there is that uh, uh, sitcom comedy about angels or that, uh, y- y- you know, where, where they have those semi-divine, semi-human beings meddling yeah. in the lives of people in yeah. modern time. But I think that that is, that that's a little silly. Yeah, yeah. But recognizing that any one of us yes. can be an angel Yes. to like any that. one of those people around us and the other way around yes that any one of people around us can become an angel to us yes i think is uh something you need to be a little bit more sensitive and and keeping that name for it also yes and the and the, don't you think that you being in a foreign land and being kind of present in the moment had a lot to do with that? You were, you know, do, do we have to think about that? Do we have to keep ourselves awake and 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 alive to the moment and to and to you know meeting people and to being like that? I mean, there, there must be something to that. With you know, you, if you were in your homeland, you might not have even spoken to these people. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, does that keep us on the on the on the precipice of being that kind of um, um, guide to somebody or that kind of uh, importance to somebody because we're alive and we're awake in the moment? There, uh, and you might have actually finger on something here, Peter. Uh, I, I said any one of us and uh, was looking at the same time at you. As, yeah. as my potential angel, but you are absolutely right. Simply by being uh, closely acquainted, that can actually take away from it. Yes. But uh, being a stranger or meeting a stranger yes. who can have a fresh perspective on things, say, you know, or can offer us, and we are more inclined also to see and hear it that way. Yes. You 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 might be uh, you might be on something here. Yes. Uh, it is interesting that very often those are the friendly strangers, those uh, angels. Uh, these, uh, I would call it almost like secularized or messengers uh, angels, uh, yes. people bringing the messages. Uh, and uh, there might be something bad. On the other hand, don't look uh, for any kind of wings and uh, any kind of halos or yeah. uh, wide, bright uh, robes. I was in my hiking boots and, and, and in a sweater, and the gentleman ve- went in an, uh, in a jacket and, and so on, probably his uh, day dress, just took a fresh white shirt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to remember, uh, but uh, any one of us can be an angel 
within special preference for helpful, friendly strangers. Yes. You know, benevolent strangers. Yes. That is also encouragement to, 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 to be involved in these kind of encounters. Yeah. With, with others. Yes. So, um, I, I, for, for whatever it is worth, I, I wanted to bring this uh, personal touch that. and I experience uh, yeah. to talking about angels. And next time we can talk about a high mythology of uh, uh, angelic hierarchies and, uh, yeah. y- you know, the seraphim and cherubim and yeah. archangels and um, <laughs> you know all Sounds these other uh, and guardian angels and yeah. uh, and how Jesus completely steered it up oh, uh, in, in his own way. But that'll be for the next. Uh, next well, that's meeting. something to look forward to. Yeah. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>